Bienvenidos a Crónicas de la Raza. Welcome to La Raza Chronicles. On tonight's program, we want to thank everyone who donated during our fun drive. Thank you for keeping our station going. Muchísimas gracias a todos. We also want to continue to honor International Women's Day. On tonight's program, our own Brenda Iescas interviews the B-Side Brujas, DJ Collective, and we'll hear a little bit more from them about their mixtape. We'll also hear a beautiful radio documentary called El Sabor de Poesía Chicana, a bilingual poetic musical expression of Chicano life featuring five of California's outstanding poets, writers, and recording artists. You'll hear from Luzma Espinosa, Poet Laureate Juan Felipe Herrera, Jose Montoya, and Valentina Productions. Stay tuned. You're listening to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza. I'm Brenda Yescas, and on tonight's show, we have Bay Area producer and artist Jesse, a.k.a. Marinero, and the Women of Color Collective, B-Side Brujas, April and Toya. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for having you. us. So I'm going to start with Jesse. Tell me a little bit about the projects that you're working on. I know that you're involved with about five of them, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what each of them does or what you do in each of these projects. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, um, I have, uh, I guess, a main project, which I call Marinero. And uh, it's, it's pretty much a solo project where I explore, like, different types of psychedelic music or rock or, or bossa nova. Or, and then in that, I've worked on a project with the Bisa Brujas here, which we've collaborated on, collaborated on, which we put out a mixtape about two months ago, um, which I'm pretty proud of. I think it turned out really well. It was a good chance to work with, with, uh, with the two of them or the three of them. Um, and... I have a project. One of my other main projects is based out of Mexico, or I guess my more more notable one. It's called Francisco Madero, and it's between me and this friend from Guadalajara, and we make a lot of sample-based psychedelic music that kind of sounds like like if Perez Prado and like Phil Spector like hung out together. I'm involved in various like punk bands as well. Like I kind of come from like a like my background is coming from I guess more punk or hardcore. Or, rock uh, background so I have as well as April but we I have a few punk bands with uh, some friends called one called Violent Change that I play in and one called Crisis Man I guess there's a few more but those are kind of like the more notable ones that I'm doing on working on right now and are you originally from the Bay yeah I'm a, I'm a Marin guy so I like to the the, the name Marinero is kind of like a play on words just because I'm from Marin <laughs> My dad's from Massachusetts. He's kind of a sailor, and he which got him over here. He like he avoided the draft and sailed here during the Vietnam War, and found some sanctuary in the in San Francisco, and found my Chicana mother, <laughs> met her, and then so I kind of the name is kind of symbolic for both those two worlds. I think meeting Marinero, <clears throat> but I'm a yeah I'm a Bay Area native. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, ladies, how did the B Side Brujas Collective get started? Um. A, a little over a year ago, almost two years ago, our friend Zakia, uh, she's actually in Brazil right now, but she was DJing with a group called Suavecito Soldis. Um, they do a once a month party in Oakland. And so she was DJing with them and then like would do like little solo stuff. Um, but they, Rene Lopez, who is, um, he goes by Tough, he's part of uh, Suavecito Soldis. He kind of approached her or put something out there on social media to get her girls together to start DJing and that there weren't a lot of female faces in the DJ scene, especially in the Bay Area. So he kind of encouraged her. And I feel like, and I always tell him this, you know, like he created a monster. Um, and I think because we kind of like have taken over a lot of places now since we've been DJing. So Zakia uh, got us all together. We all know each other through the punk scene. And then we also collected soul or had a love for soul or already went to Suavecito Soldis. So she got us together. Uh, we ha would have listening parties and like little dinners and stuff. And then we started DJing and we got our first start at um, Suavecito Soldis on April 1st of last year. And then we've just been DJing together ever since. You, keep, you guys keep saying punk scene. What, so do you guys yeah. just want, go to shows or were you guys involved in other bands? And that's how you got yeah, to know all each of other? Us were singers for bands i'm pretty sure um but i sing for a band um we don't we don't really perform anymore i feel like beside brujas has kind of taken most of my time up um but yeah so we just would see each other at shows or my partner like has known zakia since they were teens and because they were part of the punk scene in the bay area back then um so there's just like a community you know of people who either go to shows play in bands are part of it in some way um, so that's how we all n knew each other, or got introduced to each other. 
Your collective just plays purely vinyl, right? Yes. One of my questions is uh, I find interesting is that vinyl is very a very personal thing, collecting vinyl. Mm-hmm. So when you go in someone's house and see all their collection, it tells something about that person. Mm-hmm. So how many members are in your band? Or, I mean, in your crew? <laughs> and also, what do each of you collect and what do you <coughs> like to play in your shows? So there's... um. There's four of us. We started off as a group of five, but, uh, you know, things happen. And it's just, it's very, it's a very demanding collective. And I think just because we're all so busy. Um, so we are a group of four now. It's me, Toya, Zakia, who's in Brazil, and then our friend Mo, who is also a hairstylist, photographer. She does all kinds of things, too. And what kind of uh, genres of music do you all collect or you like to play? I started off collecting punk records, um, so I have like a lot of new wave and post-punk, um, and then also a lot of soul and like salsa, boogaloo. Really, it just depends. Every, every time before a gig, I have to repack, um, so I have things. My, my boyfriend collects punk records, so that's actually why I like him so much. But uh, So we have like a ton of punk, and uh, we collect that, and then like I have like a lot of soul, 80s, electro-funk, um, things to get the party going and help me clean my house. That's what I collect. What about you, Toya, or Jesse, too? Yeah, um, I collect, for spinning, I just do 45s, so I try to just stick within the funk, which is my favorite, and um, soul, soldies, and um, sweet soul, which I'm getting into more now. My boyfriend is a huge record collector, so in our home, there's just this huge library of music. So I haven't even really needed to collect other genres. I just kind of learn things through him. if I want to like go that route with like psychedelic stuff, kraut rock, like he's really into like all countries music of the seventies, like pretty fun. So um, yeah, but for myself, it's like funk, soul, some salsas and cumbias I'm getting into, and a little bit of world music if I can find them on forty fives. Super into like some Brazilian stuff that I've recently found. So yeah. Yeah, boyfriend Brendan, he just hooked up. It's like rad. Uh... Purple Cumbia, like this like psychedelic compilation, and he hooked, hooked me up with it recently. He's, they both have really good taste, but we've been like getting to know each other and sharing music with each other. But I guess for me, like I'm not I have like a record collection, but it's probably not as vast as those, the these two ladies here. But um, I mostly like collect like lately. I feel like it's a lot of Brazilian music. I'm really on this like Tropicalia kick. I do have Cumbia. I have some salsa. I have punk stuff. I don't have many 45s, so I'm kind of like building that up right now. Um, but I usually rip my music <laughs> from uh, from online. So, <laughs> so you mentioned before that you, Jesse and the Brujas have recently released a new mixtape. Tell me a little bit about that, and uh, what can people expect from <coughs> listening to the mixtape? Oh, cool. Well, it's so from Muddy Neto. I mean, from doing that project, I um, in like October of last year of 2016, I put out this this mixtape called Cholofi. Like, I just thought it was, like, a really funny name, and, like, I called it Volume 1 for some reason, and, like, I didn't really necessarily have the foresight that I would continue to make two other volumes, but I put it out on SoundCloud, and my the response from making it, hearing what people thought of it, was pretty shocking, because it seemed like people were really liking it, and um, so it inspired me to make a volume two and I and I put more work into it and I worked with a producer, a friend of mine from Mexico, from Francisco Madero. He helped me kind of mix it, which has a very strong sound and it's it's just very clean recording. Um, and he helped me kind of get that out. And uh, it had like, I put more effort into like, like with each volume, I've gotten better at and had at making them. And I've also had a different theme or a different uh, way I wanted to go about making them. So the, for the second one, it was a little bit more, um, it had more of a narrative and it had the songs maybe had more of a theme and I incorporated music that was uh, pertinent to like my family or memories and uh, I even included like samples of my tia like at the end of this of the mix. And then for volume three like I I looked at that as like an opportunity to work with these women because like April has said like coming from like a pretty male dominated music scene when it comes to like punk or rock or or DJing or what have you I think that uh they've they've definitely flourished in terms of playing shows in the Bay Area and, and it's not only them but it's just like this movement I feel like that is very like cool to watch right now it's like very powerful to see women 
doing more and like and bringing so much energy and it's so positive and they support each other and um I didn't I didn't necessarily like think about this at the time but I just wanted to work with them and then from working with them and uh communicating with April mostly through like DM on on Instagram we we we, she was open to like, and Zakia were both open to working on volume three together. So we, they passed me some music. And originally I like had this plan to like put out something for Valentine's Day. So I hit them up like, give me some really sad music, you know, and they, they passed me some tracks and the previous mixes I'd made were really slow and really haunting, kind of like a, a lot of pretty songs, like through the process of passing tracks back and forth, they started sending me more and more like kind of upbeat songs or funky songs. And it took less of like a romantic theme and more of like a, a little bit more of a soul theme too, which was cool because for me making these mixtapes and essentially just to describe them, like these mixtapes are like, I take songs and I slow them down and I pitch the songs so they're like very androgynous sounding and I add a lot of effects to them. And so they sound like really like stony, like really weird and trippy. And so um, I think they knew what they were getting involved with, with working with me and their selection of cho- of songs. And um, in any case, this mixtape, what makes it different is it's not music that I've chosen. It's music that they've they've suggested. And I've I listened to like a mixtape they, they sent me and I cherry picked some parts. And like the volume two, I told another narrative, I think, and tried to make it stream together but uh the, i guess the thing that separates this from the others besides that is um i added more instruments and i added guitar and bass and drums and and i had them sing so mm-hmm. which is really cool because like you like april mentioned she she's played in bands and toya here hasn't mentioned this but she's an incredible singer so through the process of making this mixtape and realizing that they i wanted to capture their personality in it as well and there were certain parts of the mix that I, th- I could vision like backup vocals or like hushed singing or uh, or it ended up being a, an idea on their part, like a full-on song that we ended up covering that uh, Toya sang on, like a full song with adding harmonies um, and using samples of their voices too. I really wanted to like capture some essence of their personality. So I guess the two things to expect is that it's it's a very like, I think if you're if you're coming from a psychedelic background or if you like kind of psyche music, you'd be into it. If you like oldies, you'd like it. Um, it's uh, I think it's a really solid set of songs that they sent me. It's really experimental too. At the same time, yeah, it was a pleasure to work on. I think for two reasons. I think the record is like, or the mixtape is good to kind of document what these women are doing. Like, because I think articles can be written and interviews can be recorded, but I think like artistically, I wanted to like document like like something you know that they're doing and record it. Uh, we like getting in the studio with them. Like they were open to like. For, first of all, they didn't really know me. And I didn't so even I, give him my number, and that's yeah. why he was DMing me until Zakia put him in a group message. I'm all, yeah. now he has my phone number. Yeah. He's gonna be hitting me up about music all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do. <laughs> you do. So like, like they they were cool enough to be open with it. Like like not like having somewhat friends through friends and knowing each other through the community, barely. Like we, they were. I'm really pleased that they were open to letting letting me uh, work on this project with them or being open to it. And because uh, I'm really pleased with the outcome. Why was it released on cassette instead of other forms like CD or vinyl? <clears throat> well, luckily, um, some of the music I'd been making more recently for Marinero was, has been supported by this San Francisco label called Death Records. And it's mostly like bedroom jangly pop music, you know? But like, and when I gave, when I was talking with Pedro, who is one of the, he's, he's a part of Death Records. He's one of like the main guys. Uh, he's a Latino dude and he was like very, he's like very supportive of what I'm doing. When I told him that I was working with B-Side Brujas on this mixtape, he, like, didn't even blink. He's like, oh, we're putting it out, like, right away. And so they they have this, like, monthly cassette club where they put out a cassette each month. And for that month, they decided to do our tape. And uh, so, I mean, if we had, like, a best-case scenario, we'd have CDs and, like, vinyl. and like. Yeah. But it was cool that someone was even, like, open to fronting it and putting it out on a cassette. So we're going to listen to some of the mixtape. Uh, what's your favorite song on it? And also, tell us about some of the artists you sample. Well, that's actually a secret. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Um, you guys won't, I mean. I'm trying to think. It's been a little while since I've listened, but I think the first two songs, Sharon Jones, um, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, she just recently passed away, but she's an amazing artist. And she didn't get famous, I don't think, until very late in her life. 
Um, so the first song I think is Sharon Jones' "Better Things to Do," um, which is a breakup song. It's really good, but it's mm-hmm. also a beat. Um, and then I think the second song was Bobby Orosa, which is a yeah, he's he's actually a modern uh, soul artist. So he is still the song is new and. Um, and that one is my favorite on Me the too. mix, I think. Um, also, we featured Lady Ray, which is the song that Toya sang over. It's called Make Me Over. Um, and she's also a new artist, and she still performs. She performs with, like, Lee Fields. I think she's on the same label. Um, but, yeah, the Bobby Rosa song is my favorite, Me and too. I think that's the second song. And just because it's so slowed down and it's so haunting, mm-hmm. it's already haunting as it is, but it's even more haunting, <laughs> and I, I love that. I listened to that one over and over again when you sent us... Yeah. What you had done. I mean, that's my favorite too.
listeners find out more information about all your projects you know soundcloud bank <laughs> if they follow me on instagram i mean they'll know that, that I'll, they'll post like five pictures a day yeah. <laughs> of yeah. like all these different projects it's like kind of ridiculous like i'm even posting one today and for what, like a new project and what's your instagram a uh, yesy vester yesy underscore vester and um yesy with a y yeah y y-e-s-s-y underscore v-e-s-t-e-r but I'll usually have like some music in my bio, but like there's SoundCloud, there's Bandcamp. SoundCloud, it's Marinero, like all caps. And then for Bandcamp, uh, Francisco Madero, there's like a bunch of records, Marinero as well, and uh, Crisis Man or Violent Change, which is a really good band that I play in. What about you, ladies? Well, we have um, Instagram, Beside Brujas. We kind of post a lot of the things that we're doing, working on, and get tagged in most of the events that we do on that page. Um, we also have a SoundCloud. It's also B-Side Brujas. So thank you, April and Toya from B-Side Brujas and Jesse from all your projects <laughs> for being on the show with me tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank you for so having much. us. Up next, you're going to hear a beautiful radio documentary called El Sabor de Poesía Chicana, The Flavor of Chicano Poetry, a bilingual poetic expression of Chicano life featuring five of California's outstanding poets, writers, and recording artists. First, you'll hear Luzma Espinosa and her poems Que es la Cultura Chicana y Pensamientos All Mixed Up. You'll then hear from poet laureate Juan Felipe Herrera and his poem Are You Doing That New American Thing? You'll next hear Jose Montoya, Los Days Are Us, and a Moco poem. And it, the radio documentary will end with Valentina Productions, The Veil, El Reboso. This radio documentary features music from Los Alacranes Mojados, Ruben Blades, and Carlos Santana. This radio documentary was recorded, engineered, mixed, and narrated by Santiago Casal in 1983, who's a documentary public radio producer and producer of La Onda Bajita. This Radio Documentary won Best of the West Award in 1983. Listen and enjoy. ¿Qué es la cultura chicana? Semillas de la raza, little carnalitos en la casa. A U.S. Chevrolet onto the floor, con unos tight skirt spokes and four doors. Images of the Mexican Revolution, perhaps a tía, ama or abuelo. Speak a language, no del anglo. ¿Qué es la cultura chicana? An oldie, a salsa, the greasy burritos we'd hide in our lunch sacks. A state worker who says he's Hispanic? Chale, man, a single free modern Chicano or Chicana. This is a program of poetry, Poesía Chicana, featured poets are Luz María Espinosa, Juan Felipe Herrera, José Montoya, y Valentina Productions, Todos de Califas. Ella 
era una chica plástica, de esas que veo por ahí, de esas que cuando se agitan, sudan Chanel number three, que sueñan casarse con un doctor, pues él puede mantenerlas mejor, no le hablan a nadie si no es su igual, a menos que sea fulano de tal, son lindas, delgadas, de buen vestir, de mirada esquiva y falso reír. Juan Felipe. Do you want that new American thing? It's a uh, it's a poem that really is talking about the new wave, the new uh, wave of politics that's hitting uh, hitting everybody in this country. And this poem asks that question: Are you doing that new American thing? Are you doing that new American thing? Sweet thing, handsome thing, that thing about coming out all the way out about her telling him telling us telling them that we must kill the revolutionary soul because it was only a magical thing a sacred thing a momentary thing a thing outside of time a 60s thing a brown beret thing a grassroots thing a street thing a loud thing a spontaneous thing a vietnam thing a white radical thing an aslan thing a nationalist thing for pochos and Cholo's only thing, a college thing, an August 29th, 1970, moratorium thing, an outdated thing, a primitive thing, sweet thing, handsome thing, the thing about coming out, all the way out, on a communist scare thing, a red thing, a let's go back to war thing, that we must stop the El Salvador thing, because it could lead to another Nicaragua thing, because we need order and Reagan in the Americas thing. Are you doing that new American thing? The chains, pins, and leather thing? The aluminum thing? The transparent plastic underwear thing? The lonely boulevard thing? The hopeless existentialist thing? The neo-Paris melancholy thing? The nightmare thing? The urban artist thing? The laughing thing? The serious suicide thing? The new American Chicano thing? The end of the world thing? The humble genius thing, the victim thing, the enlightened quasi-political thing, the university hustle for the pie thing, the we are the community thing. Are you doing that new American thing? The nacimos para morir thing, the Dios y hombre thing, the así nomás thing, the quien sabe thing, the todo se acaba thing, the la vida es un misterio thing, the no quiero problemas thing, the quisiera ser thing, the con dinero baila la mona thing, the vato firme thing, the chola de aquellas thing, the no me toques thing, doing the be clean, be seen with the right people thing. Doing the be macho again because women like it anyway thing. Doing the look out for number one because you tried the group thing thing. Doing the be submissive again because after all, a woman needs a man thing. Doing the army thing because it really does pay more than hanging around the barrio. Thing. Doing the women's draft thing because you can do it better than the men thing. Doing the go Greek because identity is a relative social process thing. Doing the purity thing because no one got to be president by eating greasy tacos thing. Doing the spa thing because there you will meet the right tall and dark and blonde and tender thing. Are you doing that new American thing? Sweet thing, handsome thing, that thing about coming out. Oh, the way out about her telling him, him telling us, telling them that we must kill the revolutionary soul. Espinosa, 
to my friends and to people I am known as Luzma. I was born in Uruapan, Michoacán, and since then have inherited the name La Chicana Michoacana. Um, my poetry is a mixture of Chicano, Mexicano, and Indio uh, perspective of life because they are the things that have made me and the things that I have learned. When I was younger, I was always um, had a complex about my features because I'm very India-looking. And as I've grown older, I've learned to appreciate them. My next poem deals with that and how hard it was growing up as a teenager. And it's called Pensamientos All Mixed Up. No muscle-born man could take my hand from my guy. It's playing on the radio. Y en mi mente y en mi espíritu, veo a Santa Paula. I'm sitting here in Sanfra trying hard to figure out just exactly when it was I was in the sixth grade, walking through Orchard Street with Patsy Silva. You remember when we used to go to choir? We were walking in the teens. You, La Rosemary, Alma, all the rest of you. Y el Benny y el Babe. ¿Cuántos años hace que Patsy and I were friends? I remember yo por sixth grade, 12th Street, Barbara Webster, Street, todas las carnalas from around la vecindad. Walking through La Orchard, going to choir, y los cuates right across the church were the reason we were so santitas. Take good care of my baby. Rosemary, Patsy, and Alice, remember when you told me, Patsy, que tu había dicho que hablo como una pura india? So I went home and told my mom, and she said, no, mija. Los indios son feos, dile a Patsy a su mamá que están locas. And I grew up hating myself. Y ahora, muchos años más después, I say con mucho orgullo, sí, soy india, sí lo soy, y qué. More love and more joy than age or time could ever destroy. My love would be so sound, it would take a hundred lifetimes to live it down, wear it down, tear it down. And I think of UC Santa Bruta, where I learned all about life. Y yo pienso de la mona de la 601 East Haley. I think of Pablo, Joey, Terry, de la Ima, Frankie Sandoval, Santa Bruta. Tú sí que eres bruta, pero a la vez que amor. And I'm writing this here poem on the pages of the United States Coast Guard with brochure and reference guide, the many missions of the United States Coast Guard. Oh, boy, I'd be in trouble if you left me now Cause I don't know where to look for love I just don't know how And it's 1972 Fats, La Josie, Malcolm, La Jerry, Johnny, Gilbert And all the rest of you My fast pimp and wanna be a negro styling kind of life And it's 1981 Raza time Y tú como chicana, mexicana, latina Or whatever you choose to call yourself Will be checking out what's life Y todos los caminos por donde andas son tu autorreflexión And what are you gonna use to check it out with carnala? Hermana, let's get ourselves together. In the year 1970, in the city of San Diego, under the Coronado Bridge, lied a little piece of land. A piece of land that the community of Logan Heights wanted to make into a park. A park where all the chavalitos could come and play in so they wouldn't have to play in the street anymore and get run over by a car. A park where all the viejitos could come and just sit down and watch the sun go down in the tarde. A park where all the familias could come and just get together on a Sunday afternoon and celebrate the spirit of life itself. But the city of San Diego said, Chale, we're going to make a highway patrol substation here, man. So on April the 22nd, 1970, the Raza of Logan Heights and other Chicano communities of San Diego got together and they organized and they walked on the land and they took it over with their picks and their shovels and they began to build their park. And today, that little piece of land under the Coronado Bridge is known to everybody as Chicano Park. It began in 1970. 
Jose Montoya, I've uh, been writing poetry for a long, long time. Now, one of the things that uh, one has to come to grips with uh, when one decides to become a poet is that you can uh, not hold back those images that, 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 that become very clear to you. You, you, you kind of sharpen your inner sights to the point where sometimes the things that you see are very um, uh, painful. But uh, again, if we propose to be that mirror that, that, that uh, reflects what our people are all about, uh, you can't hold that in. And sometimes I guess that's why poets always wind up before firing squads, they can't keep the mouth shut, and a lot of times they step on a lot of toes. So this one uh, kind of reminds me of that all the time because uh, the hardest thing that uh, we have is um, when we have to uh, remind our own people that uh, we are uh, the the people that hurt ourselves the most. Uh, this is a poem entitled, Those Days Are Us. We were once a principled people. Ser chuecos was never our style. Los chuecos were always los otros, los they. Now we discover que los days nos vacilaron. And striving to build a Chicano nation that proposes to guarantee the Indians a better deal is no longer the issue when we consider que los days have Eskimos guarding the Alaskan pipeline. Los days nos siguen jodiendo worse than before. Today they beat up lowriders like they beat up pachucos before. But only the uniform is the same porque las caras are our faces as in Chicano cops killing us, killing ourselves. Antes los days used to put us in MR classes. Today they do it in two languages. Only the system remains the same, but the faces are becoming our faces. News item, front page, of course. Chicano educator ups comes with project monies. Y saben retorcer el filero, noted Chicano educator, respected Chicano educator. Before, los public defenders nos mandaban al tabique, and today, once mecha militants are sending us up and charging us for it. An interesting aside, there was a fundraiser for David accused of blowing up the telephone company. His attorney, early movement vato, had the audacity to come to where the barrio was raising the fee. And David was doing time. Just an interesting aside. Y los políticos used us as they broke bread with our leaders and they lied to us like politicians lie. And today the lies are the same as we break pan dulce and have canela clutches. And the faces are our faces. And brown elected officials make and pass laws to destroy us and Panama. Once we were a principled people. Today we have very little left that is still ours. Today we have nothing to lose. Only confusion can contain us. Dispel the confusion, compañero, compañera, y trucha con los days. Because los days are us, isn't
I am a woman. I am a person. You see a veil. Un nervoso with my black hair streaming down, but always covering half of my face. You say that I am your woman. Sometimes suggestive, sometimes hiding, but always weak. You say I never release that veil that hides me. And so that makes me mysterious? That is only because you spend too much time looking at me, not seeing me. You spend all your time writing about me, but not knowing me. A goddess in your poems you make me, a flower in your dreams I am. And in your mind, you carry the thoughts of your desires. But I don't want to just live in your poems, in your dreams. I want you to see me, the person. I'm trying to unveil myself so that you can see me fully, completely. It's time you realize that I too have scars like you, but I too am strong like you. We can love each other. But we can also work together. So don't look another way when oppression brings you down. Don't turn your back on me when you need some strength and some help. Look at me. Look at my face. The veil removed. Together we can hold up the sky. This is a poem that helps me to always clean up my act. <laughs> and so this little poem I wrote uh, after having seen one of our very, very illustrious intellectuals Entre la Chicanada delivering a very, very important speech one time, but uh, it really didn't have that much effect regardless of how important or how succinct or, or how... Uh, uh, intelligent his points were coming across there was just something that uh, didn't quite uh, allow what he was saying to come through and it was after that that I wrote this poem to remind myself always to uh, be very very cautious uh, about what I say and how I say it and where I say it it's a short little poem entitled A Moco Poem And if you see a moco on my bigote, don't suffer my shame and don't punish me with your silence. Tell me about it. Yo, muchas gracias. program was produced by Santiago. Gracias a Luz María Espinosa, Juan Felipe Herrera, Jose Montoya, y Valentina Productions for Pacifica in Berkeley. to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza, and this is the calendar of events and happenings for the Bay Area. 
For Friday, March 16th, local record label Discos Mask and Discos Resaca Collective are having a record release party featuring live cumbia by Los Leones de la Cumbia and DJs Sin Amores, El Mero Güero Sonidero, and Chulita Vinyl Club. This is at the Legionnaire Saloon, 2272 Telegraph Avenue in Oakland. Starts at 9 p.m. For Saturday, March 17th, Cumbia Cartel presents local Bay Area bands Calafia Armada, La Clandestina, and Malagreña for a night of cumbia and Latin grooves at La Estreita Cafe, 446 East 12th Street in Oakland. Starts at 9 p.m. Facebook.com slash Cumbia Cartel for more information. For Saturday, March 17th, the San Francisco Rise Alliance and Bay Area Resistance is having their second annual mass training day called Power Together. Trainings will include how to build a sanctuary neighborhood, participate in direct action, win electoral campaigns, and get started in organizing. The trainings will be held at Oakland Technical High School, 4351 Broadway in Oakland. It is wheelchair accessible. For more information, go to facebook.com slash Bay Resistance. For Sunday the 18th, the Flamenco Society of San Jose presents a special evening with Rosario La Faruca Montoya, one of flamenco's greatest dancers, along with dancer Natalia del Mar for a performance of their work Destiny of Fire, a work of intimate, visceral flamenco from the very essence of the culture of the gypsies, of which La Faruca grew up within. This is at La Peña Cultural Center, 3105 Shattuck Avenue in Berkeley. There are two shows, 6.30 and 9 p.m., and it's wheelchair accessible. LaPeña.org for more information. For Monday, March 19th, join Zenén Zeferino Huervo from Veracruz, Mexico for a special evening of traditional son jarocho and original compositions. The event will take place on the UC Berkeley campus. 125 Morrison Hall, starts at 7.30 p.m. The event is wheelchair accessible. For more information, go to zeninzeferino.com. And this has been a calendar of events and happenings for the Bay Area. If you would like to add an event to our calendar, email us at larasachronicles at kpfa.org. And for more information on our show, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Chronicles. Feliz noches! Thank you.